Hello world, my name is Hannah and this is my world where I am going to be humble, open, and transparent about my journey as the wife, the mom, and the boss. Hello world and welcome back. So I want to dive right in. I feel like I say that a lot, (laughs) but I do. I want to dive right in um, in regards to just some thoughts that I personally have had this past week and some revelations that I have um, come to that I want to share with you all. I want to share it because I feel, I, I don't believe that I'm the only person who feels this way. And if I am, then okay, I'll just be the weirdo, but it's okay. Uh, I feel like this just, it helps me grow more to kind of just talk about it. But um, so let's get into it. Basically, uh, as I have shared with you all, I am in this new role of being a stay at home wife and mom right and I was having a conversation with a friend the other day and I was explaining to her that you know as a child growing up that particular role even though I knew I would be a wife one day I would be a mother one day I never considered that being the only thing I did like that wasn't the how does it go the say all be all of who Hannah is it you know it was just going to be another aspect of me but I always considered myself to be a working woman you know one who was going to go out into the workforce that that was just always going to be a part of who I am a part of my identity and um, it was something that I've also taken pride in. I grew up in a Caribbean um, household where I feel like this is why I don't. And I've, I've probably said this on the podcast before. I am not a fan of the the term um, common sense, because what was common to me and my upbringing is not necessarily what was common to you. Therefore, it cannot be common sense because we did not all grow up in the same household. But what we do have is good rationale. We do have good sense, right? And so anyways, I don't want to go off on a tangent. But um, in my household, uh, because of the upbringing that my parents also had, the way that they taught me in regards to when it came to a career was it was to look for not necessarily a lucrative one, which I do feel that in a lot of Caribbean households that they do push their children for the more lucrative careers. It's very rare that you hear in a Caribbean household, um, oh, you, you can grow up to be a teacher. They encourage you and say, yes, you can. But because we all know teachers don't make that much money, it's not one of the top career choices that are presented to a child um, in a Caribbean household. And this may be the same for, you know, any household, American households, Guyanese household, whatever. It could be any household. But because I don't know all of those different standards, I'm going to speak to mine. Yes, I grew up in an American um, Jamaican uh household uh but my parents are are like my father was born and raised in Jamaica so and my mother was also raised in Jamaica and so you know it was primarily Caribbean (laughs) with a dash of American in there I think me and my brothers were the dash of Americans but anyways I digress my point is is that it was just always instilled in me 
um, that, you know, you go out and you get a job and you you stay on that job for, for loyalty purposes. Now, all of those things have changed. Yes, the generation that I grew up in is very different from the generation that I am raising children in. Um, but my whole point of bringing that up is, is that because of what was instilled in me, that is the the ideals that I have as an adult, which is like, you know, back in the day, some women did were raised, especially in, in the southern um, parts of the country, women were raised to be the homemakers, to be the, the ones who took care of the house. Like if you did not have a job, I mean, and, and it brings me back to the mommy wars, you know, how we we go back and forth with each other that, oh, if you go out into the workforce, you're neglecting your children, you're neglecting your husband because you're not tending to your house. But then for women who do stay at home, it's like, oh, you you don't have any drive or ambition to become greater. <sighs> and you see that in itself is such a big contradiction and is such you know, a messed up society and world, again, in my opinion, that I feel that we live in, because you're darned if you do, darned if you don't, you know, and so anyways, for me, it was become a working woman, you know, um, my mother was a working woman, now her job was slightly different, because my mom worked evening shifts or night shifts at her job so she was home during the day to to tend to me and to my my brothers and my father you know um as a matter of fact I remember there was a time because my mom was home and where we lived, my father uh could walk to work he would walk home for lunch and my mom would fix him lunch like that's like the ideal setup right and so anyways for me, um, I remember going through the emotions um, when Anthony and I first got married and, and, you know, started having children where we had to sit down and revamp what our expectations were of our roles in the house because we both grew up with mothers who were very present in the household his mother didn't work my mother did but my mother was home during the day my mother was able to be at pta meetings and show up for recitals and all that kind of stuff and so it was just the expectation from both of us not just one party but for the both of us that i was going to do the same however anthony has always had a more flexible schedule and flexible job than myself and it came down to what what makes more sense do we follow these societal norms do we follow these um the the norms or the expectations that we grew up with and everything or do we create our own and for him and I we had to create our own and figure out what worked best for us and so no it wasn't me taking the children to their doctor's appointments because he was off on Fridays and, and Mondays. So it made more sense to just always schedule the appointments on his day off so he could take the kids and I didn't have to take the day off. That in itself is a whole 
another conversation as well because I can already hear people saying, well, you have sick time at work, don't you? Why didn't you just take your sick time so that you could take your children? Oh, that's being a workaholic that you didn't want to take, you know, those days off so that you could be there for your kids. See, this is why they say that the working woman is not there for her family. Like, all of those voices I hear, it may not be coming from any of the listeners, but those were voices in my head. You know, I don't know if any of you guys watch Transformation or if you've been listening to Cuffing Season, but one of the most recent messages was becoming uncuffed to the crowd. And it's not so much the crowd that's on the outside, but the crowd that's in your head. And for a lot of us women, I believe I'm speaking for myself, but I do believe that for I'm not the only one who feels this way and that a lot of us have these negative negative thoughts in our head that makes us question decisions and choices that we make there is absolutely nothing wrong with Anthony being the one taking the kids to the doctor he is their father he has full right and full capability of taking them to the doctor and asking the questions that I give to him to ask there's sometimes there's some questions that he may have that I didn't even think of that is why we parent together that is why it's better to have two parents in the household because two minds are better than one anyway you know but it's it's just little things like like that but I I, I don't want to spend so much time talking about those things and never getting to the whole <laughs> point of this episode and the whole point of this episode is because for me um, being in this and I refer to it as a new role because as I said I've always been a working woman I've always been a working mom working wife it's not until this year this the um earlier part of this year that I um became a stay-at-home wife and mom you know and this is new territory for me this is new ground I love my family I care about them very much um but I am finding it challenging some days to just be settled in this role and it's almost like I, even though I have much respect and I feel like I need to put this disclaimer out there first, again, it's, it's my own thoughts and maybe I'm projecting and excuse me if I am, but I do want to say that I hold mothers who, and, and wives who stay at home in high regard because it's no easy task that is a job within itself it's a job that you do not get any days off of from it's it's a job that you are managing everybody's schedule like seriously when when we joke and we say a jill a jill of all trades like as a stay-at-home wife and mom you are a jill of all trades because you have now become personal assistants um, to everyone in your household, keeping, you know, um, managing the, the schedule for everyone, being the chauffeur for the kids or being the chauffeur for your spouse. You know, you you have a lot of the things that are that are going on and they fall on you a lot of the times because you are making everybody else's load a bit lighter, a bit more seamless. Why? Because, oh, well, I now have the time to do it. But before you know it, it's like, where did all of my time go because you've taken all these these different things and and people fail to realize like you still need time for yourself to rest just because I'm a stay-at-home wife and mom doesn't mean that I don't still need 
to take some me time or take some time where my cup can be filled. Like if you look at a coffee pot at some point when everybody comes to get their coffee, the coffee pot empties. Somebody has to put new coffee in the coffee pot. That stay at home mom, stay at home wife, she's pouring into everybody else's cup at some point her pot becomes emptied and it needs to be refilled. And the only way to do that is to go to the machine and to put a new filter in or put a new curric in, whatever type of coffee pot you have, but is to go back to it and fill it up. And that takes time. That's process. It, it doesn't just happen quickly. Like you have to give it a minute for it to steam up again and to pour you out some new coffee. And so for, for the, the, the moms, for the wives who are at home, there is nothing wrong. And, and you guys heard me talk about this, you know, um, in a previous episode, but there's nothing wrong with you taking time for you because you do need to be refilled so that you can continue to pour. Otherwise, you are pouring nothing from nothing and that does nothing for anyone anyways back to (laughs) what I'm saying for me I um I want to be completely filled by my current role this has been my role for a time I have been a wife now for 14 years I have been a mother for 11 um and in this time, it, it is very fulfilling, but I have been in these roles while also having some sort of title with my name. Um, I've been in higher education for a very long time. And in, you know, in the 12 years that I have been working in higher education, um, there has always been a title, whether it was a program advisor, student advisor, academic advisor, re-entry advisor, admissions advisor. I have been an advisor in some type of capacity. I'm still technically an advisor. I mean, if I see a college student or, you know, it, it doesn't even have to be a college student. It could be any student. I find myself talking to them and going back into my advisor bag and saying, hey, you know, make sure you're doing X, Y, and Z and this and that and that. Like, it's a part of me. It's a part of what I do. But as far as working for somebody, clock, clocking in and out on somebody's time card, to do it I, I don't do that anymore and there are times where again the crowd in my head starts talking to me and I, I start to feel like I'm I'm not enough like I need to be doing something else I can't just be a mom I can't just be a wife and I know that that is wrong thinking I know that I am enough that I am fulfilled in this role or that I can be fulfilled right I can be fulfilled in this role because it is very fulfilling to know that you are the nucleus that you are the the fist that you are the glue that holds your family together now could my family function without me of course they could God is going to make sure that they're taken care of. You know, it's it's not like they can't function or learn how to function 
with my absence, but my presence makes such an impact that that shift, that that new normal of me not being here would take time to process. And so I think, you know, that is what I need to focus on. I don't know who who else needs to hear this or who else needs to 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 come into that revelation. Like you may have been in the position that you're in or in a role of stay at home wife and mom and you may have been in that for a very long time, but there may be times that you feel unfulfilled that you could be doing something else again when you have especially when you have society telling you like oh it's not like how it was back in the day when women just stayed at home and tended to the kids and were barefoot and pregnant all the time now women are ceos and they're bosses and they're doing this and they're doing that you have all the the pressures of society coming down on you telling you what you should be doing that everybody should be an entrepreneur can can we push pause there for a second because if that were true if everybody was an entrepreneur if everybody you know had their own business then who would the workers be where would there be workers if everybody started their own business and is that really what everybody is called to do some people are called to serve They're called to serve others. And the word serve or service does not have to be a cuss word. It doesn't have to be a a bad word. It doesn't have to seem like, oh, you're under submission to somebody else because you're serving. You're not your own person. You're, you know, punching into somebody else's time clock. Some people need that kind of structure. Some people are good with clocking in and clocking out and having a regular nine to five. Some people are fulfilled by that because the work that they do is fulfilling. Why do we have to compromise that for folks? Why do we feel that we should always cause someone to second guess themselves and second guess the calling or the assignment on their life? Maybe that is their their purpose. You know, like your your purpose is 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 what you were created to do and then your assignment is how you get it done if your purpose in life is to you know help people manage their businesses then the assignment isn't necessarily you running your own business and maybe again you could you're a consultant teaching people how to do this i don't know but maybe the assignment in this particular season is for you to help them by being an employee and getting them organized you know i i don't think that there's anything wrong with that and you know i i i i don't want to uh sound like i am discrediting anyone or anything for their thoughts or their their ideologies about stuff but it's like we we get these new songs and you guys probably know exactly what i'm talking about but we get these new songs we get these new catchphrases these new things out here you know that's telling us like oh you know quit the job or you don't need this i i'm you're i'm not gonna let you break me down and then these become our mantras and then we out here trying to live up to the expectations of other people because they did it. So now we need to go and do it, too. But what is God telling you? 
What did God say you're supposed to be doing in this season and in this time? Like, there's a lot that that I could be out here doing. Like, I could be looking for another job if I wanted to, to get fulfilled in that. But I feel like, or not feel, I think that in this moment, and I, I, I truly believe God is telling me, Hannah, if you go and attach yourself to another title, and you find your identity in that title, that title is going to be more valuable to you than your family. And that's not to say that my family is going to come second, but it's like I, he needs me to be content, fully content, embraced, lacking nothing, fully fulfilled in this role because this role is a part of my purpose. I can't just pour into other people if I'm not pouring into my family first. My family is my first ministry. Like I have to pour into them first. I I can see a lot of myself in 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 Skyland and and I can tell that there are things that are in me or ways that that I had that I'm that you know, I wish that I had more I had someone that that saw those things and that was trying to correct those things when I was younger so that as an adult, I wouldn't struggle with them so much now. And so with her, I quickly tried to address those things with her. Like for me, I mean, where we are, are, I am humble, open and transparent on this podcast. Like I used to have a very bad attitude when I was younger and I had a quick temper and I, you know, because I suppressed a lot, I didn't necessarily address the things that bothered me up front. So after time, it would build up. And whoever was the one that came that was the straw that broke the camel's back, it didn't matter if you weren't the one who started the initiation of the the pressure. But you got all of what I had to say to you because of you being the one who brought me to my breaking point. And... I see that in Skyland sometimes as sweet as she is, as tender hearted as she is, there are times where she can be pushed to her limits and she's ready to just snap on her brother. And I try to teach her from now, manage your emotions, Sky. Ask the Holy Spirit to guide you in managing your emotions because you don't want to go, you know, one day it's not your brother who's pushing you to your breaking point, but it's somebody else and then you go off on that person. So, but I have to first tend to my daughter, tend to my son, tend to my husband. I have to first pour into them before I can pour into other people or be there for other people to encourage and advise I'm like yeah I can do that already but my main focus needs to first be is my family okay are they taken care of because again you can be and, and we've heard a lot of preachers as well as not a lot of them but there have been some preachers who have been honest about how you know they got so caught up in the title of being this preacher of of people just truly receiving what they had to say that they focused more on that aspect of ministry and neglected their family and their family was falling apart while over here the church is growing how can the church be growing and your family is falling apart 
that shouldn't be and that's not pleasing to God and so for for me I truly want to realize and become uncuffed to the title and truly know that my existence my identity really lies in Christ it's not in a title and that being the the assignment that is on my life is to be a mom to Skylin and AJ to be the mom that they need me to be and to be a wife to be the wife that Anthony needs me to be because I am a wife to one husband and that is who I tend to and make sure is okay and I need to be okay with that that needs to be enough that needs to be fulfilling where I'm like I'm lacking nothing and whatever else God will have me to do that's just going to be icing on the cake because whether that's here or it goes my family I am fulfilled in them and a lot of I, you know I had one friend say to me well can the two be true can you be about your family and also be about your assignment yes the two can be true but at the same time the assignment the additional assignments that I may do because my purpose is to what overall we all have the same purpose and our purpose is to bring glory to the Lord if the Lord allowed me to become a wife and the Lord allowed me and blessed me to become a mother then my purpose in that is bringing him glory and being a wife and a mother that doesn't mean I lose my identity I never lose my identity because if my identity is truly in Christ I think that's something else that that we definitely need to talk about and that that probably needs to have its own um, episode dedicated to it. But if your identity, because a lot of times I I've hear I've heard women say this and I have said this myself, I don't want to lose my identity in, in my husband or in my kids and just being that thing. And see, now we done made it negative because we put a negative connotation to that. You know, I remember saying that. I remember saying that when I first got married, especially because we were, you know, um, away from our family and it was just him and myself that I just became Anthony's wife. Like it wasn't about me anymore. But the thing is, is that my identity is not in Anthony. My identity is not just in being his wife. My identity is in Christ. Who am I? I am a a child of God. That is who my identity is. So regardless of the assignment that I'm doing, my one of my assignments is to be a wife. Yeah, I I am his wife and I am fulfilled in being his wife and taking care of him. But my identity is not just in that one thing because my identity is in Christ. And I know that in Christ, I am enough i i i am fulfilled because greater is he who is in me who he than he who's in the world so greatness is on the inside of me so no matter what i'm doing no matter what my title may be today or tomorrow i'm always going to be okay because i am in christ that is who my identity is in that can't be stripped away from me that can't be taken away from me and so i I feel like, and I again, I can only speak for myself because for me, I have been one to say that because I thought that, oh no, I can't just be a wife 
because now who is Hannah? Hannah's called to do other things. Yeah, Hannah's called to do other things, but what is a part of Hannah's assignment right now in this season? As long as Anthony is living and breathing and on this earth, my assignment is to be his wife. I'm going to always be his wife. I'm going to be his wife until, until God calls me home or calls him home. I'm, I'm going to be his wife. That's going to be my assignment. So it's always going to be a part of my identity, but it's not, I'm not lost in that identity because my identity is in Christ. And I'm saying this and you guys are hand, it sounds like you're trying to convince yourself. Well, yeah, I am. <laughs> because I have struggled with that. But I have come into the realization that Hannah, first of all, know who your identity is. Know who you are and whose you are. You are a child of God created in his image, in his likeness, fearfully and wonderfully made. He knows the plans that he has for you. He orders your steps. If you want to know what your purpose is, if you want to know what you are called to do, you can find it in him, find it in his word. And you will see in his word that we were called to community. We were called to fellowship. We were called to love one another. Two greatest commandments. Love the Lord thy God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul and all your strength. And then love your neighbor as you love yourself. We are called to love Love is what we are assigned to do, what we were created for, to love. And so if I love my neighbor, neighbor being my husband and my children, if I love them as I love myself, care for them, be for them, not thinking that, oh, I have to have this separate identity all by myself. This is no, because what I accomplish is also my family's accomplishment. Why? Because I share it with my family. I give to my family. I'm not creating my own legacy. I'm creating something to leave, to pass down to my children. I think that's one of the things that, you know, I have and I feel that we as a people get lost in. It's all about building this thing. We're like Nia, um, oh my gosh, what is his name? But the, the, the king who tried to get Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to bow down to his golden idol. Like, I feel like we are all trying to build our own idol of ourselves that, you know, we're, we're saying, no, this is me just trying to have legacy. But if the legacy is for you to pass down, then you don't have to focus so much on that. You can focus on teaching your kids and being there for your kids and being the mom and the wife first right like it's not all about getting the bag making the bag or creating this creating your own identity it, it's not about that if it's about leaving the legacy for them to continue because the desire and the goal should always be for our children to sue surpass what we have done it's kind of like how Saul had a problem when they were singing songs of David and said, you know, Saul killed his thousands, but David has killed his 10,000. Saul got got jealous, was like, hold up. What you mean he killing 10,000? He surpassing me. Y'all praising him more than me. It's a selfish thing, to be honest. 
to to wanting to have your own identity separate from your family is kind of selfish because at the end of the day if our purpose is to bring honor and glory to God and not ourselves then it don't matter what your name is or what what your name is on or what title is above your name because you're not doing it for self right we're not supposed to be but we're doing it to bring honor and glory to God and what brings him honor and glory is to not be about self but to be selfless so I, I, I feel like I'm definitely going to have to do a, another episode just on identity alone um, because it's there's so much more to it. But I really do hope that y'all got something out of the episode today. It's always my prayer that you do. And, uh, you know, these episodes are really just the things that I am experiencing in my own life and revelations that I'm having about myself and just being transparent and sharing the journey. So I really hope that this touches someone. And, and if it does, let me know, you know, send me your comments. Uh, you can still send your listener letters to hannahsworld00 at gmail.com. I am on Instagram. You guys can connect with me via DM, you know, um, at hannahsworld00. But truly, I, I do want us all to just take a moment to reflect and ask ourselves, what are the motivations and the intentions behind some of the things that we are pursuing? And are we pursuing it because that's really a desire and a passion that God has given us? Or are we pursuing it for the title? Are we pursuing it because of the people, because of what society says? You know, where should we be? Where should our focus be right now? So until next time, peace out, world. Thank you.